Welcome back into another episode of Tide Talk Live. Stacey Blackwood joined as always by my good buddy Jake Thomas. Jake, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, great episode you put out the other day, uh, solo, Stacey. Uh, yeah, but, um, you know, I'm glad to be back uh, part of this. Uh, we're going to look at the offensive line uh, today, so I'm excited. How you doing? Oh, I'm great, man. Doing great. Uh, looking forward to today's show as we, you know, fall camp is right around the corner, so we're going to do some kind of position previews as we enter fall camp and get ready for the for the 2023 football season, which is just right around the corner. So, uh, look forward to that conversation about the offensive line. Uh, before we dive too far into that, make sure you do like, share, and subscribe today. Uh, hit that bell notification so you don't miss any of our content here at Tide Talk Live. Uh, we're also free and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, just wherever you find your podcast, you can find us there as well. Uh, Jake, uh, offensive line, that has been a heavy topic of conversation really over the last couple of seasons for the Crimson Tide. Uh, you know, there's some big, big question marks, really. You know, if you think about uh, what all has been going on with the offensive line over the past couple of seasons, has it been as dominant as what Tide fans had hoped for or got accustomed to mm-hmm. under Nick Saban? Uh, but it kind of feels like, they're moving back towards that just a little bit. Uh, you know, what's your initial thoughts of the offensive line as a whole heading into 2023? You know, initially we know that there's going there's three spots that that are guaranteed pretty much. You can probably say you can say confidently that JC Latham, uh, Tyler Booker, and Seth McLaughlin have locked up spots. So that leaves two spots open. You know, right now is the it Dan Dalcor is probably going to be that left guard uh, spot, and then we're going to have Elijah Pritchett at left tackle. Um, but overall, the offensive line as a whole has gotten gotten better. You know, especially we saw it last year, just getting more physical in the trenches. It seems like we've lost that. Uh, a, you know, a couple years ago, uh, and and a lot of mental mistakes on the offensive line that's happened the last couple of years. Uh, hopefully we're getting rid of that as well. But there's a lot of leadership up front. I know Tyler Booker, I believe, is like a sophomore, but they're, everybody's raving about his leadership down there. Uh, J.C. Latham, we know, is a leader. And and they've been talking big, but, you know, talk is cheap. It's time to get on the field and, and back your words up. So uh, I'm hoping what, what Tyler Booker and J.C. Latham, all them guys, Talking about the physicality coming back, I hope they prove it this season because that's what we've been we've been lacking in mentality and then physicality uh, to make that next step and get back into the college football playoff. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I think a lot about offensive line play has a lot to do with how rebounding is in basketball. It's about physical and mental toughness and your willingness to take that, you know, go the extra step to to make the play. And uh, I think that's what the offensive line is wanting to get back to. If if you listen to the way the guys talked uh, in the spring, Jake, uh, where, whether it was J.C. Latham, Tyler Booker, Seth McLaughlin, Darren Dalcourt, all those guys talked about getting back to a more physical brand of football and like you said, talk is cheap. It's time for them to prove it on the field. And if they right. can do that, Jake, I think it could be a special year for that group uh, here this fall. So I'm certainly excited about that and, and how this offensive line could look and really help carry this team to reach their full potential. So a lot of that rides on how well you play up front because the game is one in the trenches. So mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to seeing what this group can do here in, in 2023. Uh, Jake, you briefly mentioned what that left side of the offensive line could look like here uh, this fall. Jake, as we get ready for, for fall camp to start and then to begin practice, you know, most likely the the, the later part of this week, um, what would be your starting five right now? 
I would say the way it's set up, uh, left tackle, Pritchett, uh, Dow Court, uh, left guard, center, of course, McLaughlin, uh, and uh, Tyler Booker at right guard, and J.C. Latham uh, at right tackle. Uh, that is, as of right now, we can discuss further, um, you know, later on uh, what what could happen. But but as I see it going into camp, that's how it's going to be set up as of now. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you because, I mean, the truth is that's what it looked like uh, all throughout spring. That's the way it looked at the end of spring. And I know there's a lot of talk about Caden Proctor, and we'll, we'll kind of get to him in a minute, Jake. But uh, we can only go by what we've seen and what we know. And what we know is at the end of spring practice, it was Elijah Pritchett at left tackle, Darren Dowcourt at left guard, Seth at center, mm-hmm. Booker at right guard, and Latham at right tackle. So, uh, you know, they haven't really been practicing the way they're going to be practicing here in a, a week or so. Right. So nothing to me can be you know changed at this at this specific moment, but but I think changes are are maybe not inevitable, but they're likely to come. Uh, but more specifically on that left side of the ball, because I, I believe from from Seth McLaughlin over to J.C. Latham, it's pretty much set in stone unless you could see a J.C. Latham move over to that left side. So, But until we see that happen on the field, Jake, I think you have to assume that it's going to be the way it was at the end of spring this year with Elijah Pritchett at left tackle and Darren Dowcourt at left guard. But I think if there is going to be movement, it will be on that left side. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, and you know, we also potentially could move Booker back to left guard, uh, you know, potentially, because I think he played there uh, much of the season last year, so he does have experience there. Uh, but they're, they're interchanging. I, I could see, you know, either Caden Proctor take over the left tackle or maybe getting slotted in left guard with with Pritchett still being the left tackle as well. And honestly, that is, you know, you really don't want two freshmen on the left-hand side. That's why you could probably move Latham or Booker over there, and then the other one can fill the spot. But if they set it like that, and it is Proctor and Elijah Pritchett going in the first game of the season – I still feel really great about it, about our chances because both of them guys, Proctor is a beast, and Elijah Pritchett's shown that that he's capable. I know he didn't really have that great of a of an A day, but he is very capable and very talented. I think he can get the job done as well. So I'm excited to see how how it plays out. Yeah, the good news for Alabama is that they do have depth. Now what? Now it might not be as deep as what the coaching staff would like because of all the guys who left, you know, via the portal, but uh, the depth is okay. Now it's young. It's it's green. You know, you, you, we're talking about Caden Proctor, a true freshman. You got Will Conformity, Miles McVeigh. Those guys are true freshman tackles as well. But uh, so you know, you get past you know those guys. It's it's a lot of young faces. But uh, I, I'm with you. I'm confident in who we have. It's just about getting on the field and proving it, you know, under the lights, you know, with 100,000 people in the stands. So uh, that, that's totally different than practice. But, you know, as we kind of shift to look at what could maybe happen with the offensive line, you know, we've already talked about who we think is going to be the starters, you know, when they arrive later this week to start fall camp. Uh, you know, if you had to say what the offensive line was going to look like when September 2nd rolled around, against Middle Tennessee State, would it would it change any, Jake? Do you think there's going to be changes during fall camp? I, you know, that's a great question, Stacey. Uh, you could potentially see it. Just depends who comes in with the with the right mindset, and you know, and don't go in thinking, okay, my my spot is secure because, like you said, Stacey, there's a lot of talent behind the guys. They're green, they're young, but they're hungry. Um, 
you know, Caden Prada gets brought up a lot, but but Elias, uh, Elena, Elena, you know, he I can't think of his last name, but uh, or it's really hard to, to pronounce, but anyway, he's a lot of people is high on him and saying that he could potentially come out of fall camp with a starting job. So, you know, there's hungry guys behind these guys that that are there, so they're going to, have to play up to their their potential in, in the fall camp. If not, there's going to be some guys on the field that's that is making their their true freshman start at Alabama. Yeah, I think there's certainly room for, like we've kind of talked about already, room for some movement. And a guy that's not getting a lot of talk is is Terrence Ferguson, a redshirt yep. sophomore. Uh, I think he's going to be a great guard for Alabama before it's all said and done. And, and it could be as early as this year. You know, Darren Dalcourt's a guy who I have a lot of respect for. He's stuck it out. He's he's dealt with a lot of injuries in his time at Alabama. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe not the the most gifted player, the mo- not the most physically dominating player, but he just kind of – he's good enough to play. And so – uh, and I know that's not the the standard at Alabama, but when when a guy's been there as long as he as long as he has been there, and in as many games as he's played in and snaps he's played for Alabama, it's going to be hard to unseat him. But I, I look at a guy like a Terrence Ferguson; he certainly has a chance to maybe make some noise this fall. Uh, Caden Proctor is another guy, obviously that that receives a lot of attention. So uh, th- those two guys, if I think non-starters at this moment. That could get that could potentially become starters. Those are the two guys that I would go with because I really believe those those guys' futures are really bright. And you know, Caden Proctor. I know it's been said time and time again, Jake. He's he's just one of those special, unique talents that that I'm not sure you can keep off the field. And mm-hmm. it could be like what we saw last year with with you know Tyler Booker, Javion Cohen, and Emil Ekior, where those three guys rotated the two guard spots. Maybe we see a situation where it's kind of musical tackles for Alabama for a little while until they kind of settle in on a guy. So uh, I'm with you. I'm confident in the guys that are down there, regardless of what the starting five looks like. Uh, but I just have a feeling that before it's all said and done and this season's over with, Caden Proctor is going to solidify himself as a starter along the offensive line. Yeah, Stacey, absolutely. I, I, I really feel like Caden Proctor uh, would definitely be on that offensive line somewhere at, at the year end. Uh, and Terrence Ferguson, I feel like he could, like you said, he could potentially come in and take one of those guard spots. Uh, you know, more than likely Daring Dow Dow Courts. Um, like you said, I got a lot of respect for Dow Court. He's done a lot, uh, and been with the program for so long. But I mean, the vulnerability is him and Elijah Pritchard at this point. So I, I just, you know, I just hate to, to say that, but it is. And they, they're going to have to prove themselves in fall camp to hold their positions. Yeah, I mean, you're only as strong as your weakest link, Jake. And right, right. now, I mean, there's no sense in, in, you know, trying to make everything smell like or be like sunshine and rainbows. You right. know, the weak spot of the offensive line right now is that left side with Elijah Pritchett and Darren Dalcourt. And, mm-hmm. and it's not a knock on those guys. It's not that they're not good players, Jake, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're not Tyler Booker. They're not J.C. Latham. Mm-hmm. So when you look at your offensive line, you want to put your best five guys out there. I don't care what class. What who they are? It's your best five guys, and I trust Coach Wolford and Coach Saban to do that. And I think they're going to get it right, whether they get it get it right in game one or game five. They will eventually figure out who their best five are. And you know, it's not always about the most talented five. It's the best. It's the five who who have the most continuity, the most chemistry, who work together the best. So 
Uh, there's a lot of variables when it comes to playing the offensive line, and uh, I, I just I, I just put my trust in what Co- Coach Wolford sees and what mm-hmm. Coach Saban sees. And, uh, you know, they're with them every day in practice. They understand their strengths, their weaknesses, and how they communicate with each other and, and kind of rely on each other because it's a – you know, football is a team sport, but the offensive line is a they, – they, they might as well be holding hands the entire play. I mean, that's, that's basically what they do. You know, that metaphorically, they're holding hands throughout the play to set up for the other offensive playmakers to make plays. Yeah, 100%, Stacey. And before we, we uh, get out of here or move on to our next topic, I'm not sure what else you've got, uh, but I just want to give some love, like you said, to Coach Wolford. I mean, Nick Saban, you know, wanted – I mean, it seemed like he wanted this guy here at Alabama, but, uh, and and he went and got him. And what, what Wolf has done since he's been down there is amazing. Not only coaching these guys, but going out and recruiting the guys he wants, and that is the big physical guys, the, the you know, just – maulers inside and that's what we've been lacking and Saban I think realized that I was like man I gotta go get somebody uh when when uh Wolf was at at Kentucky uh he I can't think of the lineman that he got but he beat Alabama out uh for that lineman and I mean went to Kentucky so now you know he he was recruiting strong at Kentucky now he's got the Alabama brand behind him so you know there's a there's a big opportunity for him to, to take that next step and become one of the great recruiters out there uh, today. So I, I'm excited to see his growth, not only coaching, but recruiting as well. Yeah. And he, he recruits a certain personality. So mm-hmm. if you don't see those four or five stars beside those uh, player rankings, whenever you're looking at the offensive lineman, we sign with coach Wolford, um, you know, look beyond that, watch the, mm-hmm. watch the tape. I mean, you watch the tape and all these guys that coach Wolf has went after, they're uh, as me and Jake like to call it nasty. They're <laughs> yeah. na- they're they're nasty dudes in in the most beautiful way possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, yep. But yeah, I'm excited about what this offensive line could look like, Jake, because uh, I really feel like it has a chance to be a special group for Alabama this year. And you know, with all the the other question marks on the offensive side of the ball at quarterback, and and you know, even kind of wide receiver, and who's going to step up there, uh, it's going to be important for this offensive line to kind of impose their will early and often and, and help open up lanes for that slew of running backs that, that we have there in Tuscaloosa. So yep. it's going to be a big year for, for Coach Wolf and that offensive line, and I'm certainly excited to see what they can do. Absolutely, man. I'm excited for the season. I mean, it's only it's less than a month now, I think, or, or getting close to being less than a month. What, six Saturdays left? Maybe five Saturdays now. So, you know, it's coming, and and I feel like this team, a lot of people sleeping on them, and uh, – that's a bad thing to sleep on a, on a Nick Saban-led Alabama team. Well, I tell you, you know, you can, you know, the, the offensive line doesn't get a lot of love, really. Mm-hmm. They don't really get talked about a lot unless they make a mistake. But uh, I'm telling you right now, the game of football is simple, Jake. And, you know, the, the team, the whole team kind of takes on the identity of what the offensive line looks like, Jake. And I really right. believe that. If that offensive line comes out and hits you in the mouth, that's what everybody else is going to do. So yep. uh, I'm hoping that's what the case is going to be this fall for Alabama because if that is the case, it could be a great year for, for us Tide fans. But uh, I'm certainly looking forward to it and cannot wait. Man, me too. I'm excited. Let's, uh, you know, I don't know what the next uh, position group will be we talk about, but I'm excited about it. You know, we, we've got a lot to look forward to uh, and look at before uh, fall camp and during fall camp before the season starts. So uh, we're going to be here every step of the way with you guys. No doubt about it. Thank you so much for watching, guys. It's been a lot of fun. I cannot wait to, mm-hmm. like Jake said, just keep diving into to all these position groups as, as fall camp gets rolling. And then 
before we know it, the season will be here. But, uh, you know, so you don't miss any of the content. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Make sure you hit that bell notifications so you get that notification every time we upload a video or go live. So uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Make sure you do like this video and then jump in the comments and let us know, you know, who your starting five is now. And if you think the starting five will change on, by the time September 2nd rolls around, the album was taking on Middle Tennessee State to open the season. But that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be, be, we'll be back real soon. But until next time, roll tide. Roll tide.